back, bitches! Finally! I gotta say, that probably will sound really great with our with our intro music. Could you be more I conscious? should not have done that. You're such a tool. Oh, do not drink beer like that. Hey, what it doesn't go down well. What are you drinking, Dylan? I'm drinking something you brought from the Odell Brewing Company. It's called mm-hmm. Sippin' Pretty. Fruited sour. There you go. Right up, sipping pretty. <laughs> right up my alley. Right, yeah. Hey, sour fruit. Dylan, you are sipping pretty. Um, I forget what mine's called. It's some. It's a winter lager. I don't remember the brewery. Mm. It's very good. It's appropriate. Like it. This tastes. This tastes well. I'm, I'm glad you think so. All right. Oh, today is December fifth. Oh my god. And the last time we recorded a podcast was October 29th, I think. Was whatever. it? Oh my god. The goodness. very end of October. What happened? You got a job. That's what happened. That's what fucked us over. I had a job before that. No. It was at the beginning of October. You got a new, new job, though. Yeah, but, I mean, that just complicated things. And then you and I both just decided to take a month off. For from whatever reason. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> But there we're, were a few times where we were like, hey, we should meet, and then we didn't. Well, no, it was more like, hey, are you ready? And you'd be like, three hours later, oh, I just woke up. I, that happened, okay, that so, happened I, once. That happened like several times. No, that happened, that happened once. That has happened several times. That happened once. That's horseshit. Anyway. Let's see here. You seem, you seem like you got something to talk about. Go ahead. I'm going to verify real quick that this, whatever, I'll find it later. I'll prove it to you after the podcast, and then we'll have it in the was, next Was it something you needed to talk about on this? What? So we're not talking about No, I was going to talk about, like, you sleeping Oh, podcast. that is that, that what you were looking That's for? what I was trying to, like, verify. Oh. I'll talk about, well, I'll, I'll, I'll do it after the podcast. Yeah, whatever. Um, so, actually, this is actually relevant. I know we have, like, probably a lot to talk about since we've been gone for a month. Yeah, you know what, uh, there is probably plenty to talk about, I just don't. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see how much we actually talk about tonight. Well, I'll bring up one of our favorite subjects to talk about. Not politics, but video games. I was going to say, politics is me. So, two days ago, the PC remaster of Halo was released. Mm -hmm. So, which included right now just Halo Reach, campaign and multiplayer. It's $40, but you get Reach, Halo 1, Halo 2... Halo 3, Halo 4, and I think ODST as well. All of them will be PC remasters. That's not bad for 40 bucks. Not bad for 40 bucks. Yeah. Have there there been a lot of people on the multiplayer? Yeah, I'd find games pretty quickly. Yeah. That's cool. It's everyone, it's a blast from the past where everyone's. Halo's kind of been in the shadows for a little bit now. It's on PC and everyone's, oh my god. I mean, I bought it immediately. As soon as I saw it, I was like, it, I had like one second of hesitation, so like, do I really? And then I bought it. Right. Yeah. So it's it's been a blast. It's it controls well. Like it's a great it's a great PC port. Yeah. I have not bought a video game in quite a while. There hasn't been one that I've been super excited about and and wanted to jump on. I mean, there was as we've talked about Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah. Um, I haven't done that yet. Oh wow, holding I, strong. I, I just I don't. I it's just I know it's gonna be a letdown. So that was the that was the the only game I have come close to buying recently. But I'm sure uh, Halo on PC is probably worth it. Oh, it's I'm having a blast. Honestly, it's so much fun. I forgot how much fun the campaign is as well. And you can do, there's co-op. Uh, they don't have split screen yet, but this rumor is that they're working on it. Oh. So you'll be able to do split screen on your PC. So that'll be pretty fun. 
How's that gonna work? No idea. <laughs> it'll, it'll split the screen. Okay. So the old school, old school Halo. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. There's not a lot of games that do split screen anymore. It's kind no, of upsetting. Yeah. It's like you have to be in a separate room on separate. Yeah. No, separate except devices. for Nintendo. Nintendo is the only one that. Like, yeah. There's a lot of party games you can get yeah. with Nintendo. Well, yeah, that's, that's just that's, that's Nintendo. Whole thing. Yeah, you can always play with your friends. Yeah, which I appreciate about yeah, Nintendo. It's always, it's always great. Which reminds me, I need to get a Switch. Yeah. Uh, that actually brings up. I was gonna say, did you either see or look at uh, to to take advantage of any of the uh, Black Friday deals on consoles or anything? I I didn't. Because there was this one. I was I was gonna send you a link to it. But it was like I'm sure it doesn't matter. Um, but now that you say that, I should have. They're, they were giving away. Um, it was either Breath of the Wild or new the newest um, Super Smash Bros. with uh, a Switch for the normal price. So it's a sixty dollars game. Yeah, you know, that's not un- that's not unusual. No, but it was a good deal. At least, it's not bad. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I don't know what I'll do. I don't know. I'll get it eventually. Yeah. But I'm sure they'll they'll probably do the same thing at Christmas or something. If you yeah, they'll probably be more deals. Wait, not, wait one more week or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Did you do much uh, black? Did you do any Black Friday shopping at all? No, I got a few things online um, for gifts for friends and family. That was it. I didn't go anywhere or go and get anything. Okay. Well, what, there was something. I, no, 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 there wasn't. I was going to. There was something on Amazon I was gonna get. And I didn't. And then they had, I think it's season eight or season nine, whatever the newest season of The Walking Dead is. They had it on Blu-ray at Target for ten bucks. No, oh, nice. Um, and I, you know, as, as you've seen in my apartment, there are some select TV shows I have all the seasons of. The only season I don't have of The Walking Dead is the latest one that's on Blu-ray. So I was gonna go get it, and then it was like three p.m. Black Friday, and I was like, you know, I just don't. <laughs> I just don't feel like going. <laughs> No, I didn't. Nice. So one thing I've noticed is, so I was up near Cincinnati visiting family for uh, for Thanksgiving, and we went out shopping on I think Wednesday at one of the malls there, do some Christmas shopping. And a lot of the like the smaller stores, they just they I think they realized that no one's really going to come for them specifically on Black Friday, so they just did their Black Friday deals like on Wednesday. Yeah, they're like screw it, like we're just yeah. going to start our sales now, which. I, mean, I, I saw so many online retailers were starting like the week before, and like, yeah. hey, Black Friday starts early, and they're just like, which I'm fine not? with, because before it, there was a weird transition period where it was it was Black Friday, but it was starting at like 5 p.m. on Thursday, like right after that, right. and it was getting kind of absurd. But now it's bled before Thanksgiving into mm-hmm. Wednesday, where it's like, we're you know, there's no rush, there's no craziness, just yeah. come in, get your deals. We're not gonna do that to you. Which I'm completely happy with. Yeah, I, I think everyone likes that a lot better than yeah. lining up and going crazy. Just, just realize that. Just do it for the week. Yeah, and just stop. Yeah, the only places that do like big doorbuster deals are like department stores. Yeah, like Best Buy, like, Walmart, Best Target, Buy and Macy's. Yeah. Macy's had so many. It's just like all this, all this stuff where you know the goal was to get people in at that certain time to buy these things. I don't know if that I used to do that. I don't know if it's still as popular as it was. I know shopping in general on the day is still super popular, but yeah, I mean, yeah. just I, several things I did buy 
they were like personal care items. I don't, you know, I don't count them as Black Friday shopping, yeah. but I got Black Friday deals on them, <laughs> and I ordered them on like Monday and Tuesday. So yeah, I, I love that. Yeah. yeah, I got my dad. Me and my brother, we got our dad. Uh, he had lost some Oakleys that he had had for like fifteen years mm-hmm. in a recent hunt, and the sunglass had at the mall was all the, all the sunglasses, all the brands, thirty to fifty percent off. Oh, really? Yeah. And wow. so we got him a brand new pair of polarized Oakleys, which mm-hmm. were usually like two forty or something like that. Yeah. We got them for one sixty, oh, wow. which was a great deal. Yeah. Uh, so Did we, you give them to him yet? Yeah, we just, I, would, I just like I bought them and just handed yeah, them to him. I was like, here you go, Dad. Yeah. Christmas. <laughs> like, oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I, I like I thought about getting some because I kind of tossed around in my mind, but we had to leave because my sister's kids were acting up. So. Like, oh, we gotta go. So we didn't need That was the only present I was actually had time to buy. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Did I buy my brother something? I, I thought, I recall you saying you got him something. A, a, sh- or a shirt. Or was that your No, sister? my sister bought me and my brother both, like, uncle shirts. Oh, I thought, I, I thought I remember you saying that night when you got back and went to BJ's brew house. You you said you got him something or you gave I him. I think I did. You did something with him. You got him something. I remember you saying that. What did so- I get him? <laughs> I like, cause like, did I get him something? I feel if I think you said that you gave him money for something he already ordered. Was that accurate? No, he's gonna give me something for something I'm gonna order. Oh, so then maybe that's what I heard. What did I buy him? Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> oh wait, no. As long as he's not bitching about it come Christmas morning, you're fine. I don't know. I don't know. I think I got him something, but I don't know. Yeah, fine. Okay. Yeah, well, I can't can't say anything because unlike, you you know, you, you don't tell your family you have a podcast. My family sometimes listens to mine, so I can't tell you what I got. Oh, you can't tell what? Oh, that's tell you. I can't tell you what What I got. What if you whisper it? They won't hear it. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I got, I got my... Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I can't even like get close to it. Okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I can. I got them stuff. Yeah. You know, that's as close as I can get. You know, yeah. there's not much else I yeah. can say. Yeah, so we actually had we. So the Thanksgiving that we just had last week, that was the last time our whole family was gonna actually be able to be together. Mm-hmm. So we had half Christmas, low, low, there, low, like a mini, a mini like Christmas. a mini Christmas yeah, over there. Yeah, yeah. It's like the the kids we exchanged gifts. Did I buy my brother something? Did you get your your daughter? <laughs> I don't have a daughter, You're, so no. Oh no, your sister's kids. Are boys, girls, boy and girl. Uh, two boys. Okay, so you didn't buy them shit. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm going to though. Maybe yeah, you better. Maybe if I scumbag. I will say this. I can say this because it's arriving tomorrow, and she's supposed to open it. So I got my mother. Um, Adina Menzel's newest Christmas album. Oh, very nice. Because the first one she made several years ago, I got her that and sent her to it at the beginning of December for her to enjoy the season. Um, and it was, I mean, that, that album was okay, but like for Adina Menzel, you like kind of expect it better. Um, but then this one is phenomenal, so I made That's sure good. to order it and send it to her. So she'll get it tomorrow. So Merry Christmas, Mom. Yeah, so my mom's, my mom's actually the last person I need to... If I did get my brother something. My mom's the last one. I actually already know what I'm going to get her. She loves... Uh, yeah, you can say it. Yeah, I can say it. Just like, awesome. <laughs> like she, So she loves like pictures and picture frames. No, so I'm going to no. go... Uh, so I have some pictures on my phones from the bear hunt that me and my dad and my brother did recently. So there's good photos of like me with my brother and like all of us together fishing. Mm-hmm. So she loves those kind of pictures. So I'm going to go get 
three or four of those printed out and put in like uh, like a family kind of style frame and yeah. give it to her for Christmas. So she'll she'll love it. That's such a white suburban mom type thing hey. to love. Uh, like... She okay. So my my <laughs> mother, I may have said this before. She is she's the lady. She's a treat. She's amazing, but she's the lady. Like if she sees something on Pinterest. She can actually make it and make it very well. Right. She's yeah. just so good at like scrapbooking and arts and crafts. She loves doing that stuff, and she's yeah. phenomenal at it. She's so good. So mm. she teaches. Well, she doesn't teach anymore. She kind of she used to teach first and second graders, and they absolutely love her crafts. Like, she's just a treat. She yeah. really is. Yeah. She's just so good at that kind of stuff. Yeah. So she'll she'll love it. Yeah. Um, I I'm confident my mom will like what I get her. I mean the. The CD is just like a, it almost doesn't even count, it's $11. That's not, I'm not really counting that against the budget for her. Um, but yeah, so I, you know, she'll uh, hopefully, she'll enjoy her gift. We will follow up with that. Okay. Um, come January. I did get some good deals on some hiking, really nice hiking pants though. Oh yeah? Yeah. Where from? To, uh, oh, it was like. Not REI. Not REI. It was Friday. a weird, it was a sporting goods or like a outdoor hunting camping store. In Cincinnati, it was a local, more like a local okay. deal. I don't remember what it was called, but some some pretty nice hiking pants. So my mom bought me a pair for like Christmas, and I just bought myself a pair. They were twenty five percent off. So mm. like, yeah, why not? What a nice lady. It's mine. Yeah. So my my parents would probably just send me a lump of coal. Keep yourself warm with. I mean, that's literally, and there'll be, and they'll like, there'll be a card with maybe like a gift card or something, but then I'll just be like, ha, you suck. Like, no, they won't do that. <laughs> they'll send me so, something. <laughs> so, our, my, my extended family, they do kind of a Christmas thing every year where they all get together and everyone kind of buys a gift and just kind of puts it in the middle. And then there's like the guys' gifts and the girls' oh, yeah. gifts, and then everyone kind of like grabs one. So, this year, I'm actually going to buy a bag of coal and then probably some like, uh, like barbecue utensils. Oh my and like God. stick them in there. It's like ah, you got coal. Suck. They'll love it. My, think it's hilarious. my mom and dad did that once, where like one of the things they put in the stocking was like this bag of like faux coal. That was like <laughs> it was. It was essentially a gag gift, and they put it at the top of my mom's. Stocking. My mom's uh, before it was uh, it was coal candy. So it was just like chocolate like mm. that was wrapped to look like coal. Have you ever had like the coal gum? It literally looks like pieces of coal, but no. it's bubble gum. No, it's, actually, sounds... it's actually pretty good. I mean, it, just, it just tastes like bubble gum. I mean, it's just plain gum. When I think of that, I think of some sort of like Harry Potter trick. Yeah, it was, I mean, trick candy that tastes nasty or something. It's just like you know, the, like like, the, like you know, whatever that candy outside is for on like a gumball. Yeah, the, the hardened sugar. Yeah, the hardened yeah. shell looked like coal, and it was just gum. No, it was, right, it was, yeah. That's all it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually pretty good. It was good for you know, gag gift gum. So. Yeah, I will say Christmas decorations were going up way too early this year. I'm a fan. I hate it. I'm a fan. It like it. Uh, it was like mid November or early. I saw in Christmas decorations. Yeah. Why? My my tree went up November 11th. I hate you. I, I love it. You're what? I'm you're, a fan. You're what's wrong with America. I'm a fan. Now I tell you what. I'm almost positive we talked about this last year. Here's the thing. I love Christmas. I love the Christmas season. I love the weather. I love the, the music. Oh, the 67 degrees we're having right now? Like <laughs> the beginning okay. of yeah, December? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love, it has it. Been I love so what it was like three, four weeks ago. Um, but it's, uh, I, I love the season so much. I, don't, I really don't celebrate Thanksgiving anyway. So a couple of years ago, it just dawned on me, like, if I love the season so much... 
why don't I start celebrating earlier? And, and I was, and I, it was just like that simple shift in my mind. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna. And then it started to become a thing with the first week of November. I became, I started to put my stuff up. And then it's been like that ever since. I, hate I used to be just like you. I mean, I was like, I wasn't even like, wait till after Thanksgiving. I was literally like December 1st. If it's a day earlier, it's wrong. But then I was like, but why? Why am I like, why? Who I like it, and so I want it up, and so I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I really love my uh, my my lights. Have you uh, have you been over there? A little bit. They're in the they're around the windows. I got smart plugs, so now they turn mm. on automatically with the sunrise and the sunset. <laughs> so that's where you're spending your money on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because was, they were so expensive. Uh, it was uh, it was quite it was quite something. Because mm. now when I tell, I think I sent my family a video. It is I think when I tell Alexa, um, Alexa, activate Christmas. Oh my god! <laughs> the, the lights go on, oh. and she starts playing Mariah Carey. <laughs> I, I hate everything that you've become. Oh, you fucking love I'm, it! I miss old Dylan. I miss, I miss depressed Dylan. I miss Whatever. more depressed Dylan. Ever. Oh my god! Pathetic. Oh. I love it. Are you gonna buy your cats like Santa outfits? No, Santa I, there is a sweater I'm looking at getting for Doug. Because they are, he, so it's for the party, you know, because Doug, he, they already have a tie, a little tie and, and, uh, and collar set. Um, that's normally what Doug would wear. Daffy, I've never tried to put anything on him because he's already, like, too derpy. I just don't know if he can handle it. But I'm thinking I'll put the tie on Daffy and get Doug a little sweater. I already found it. I just got to buy it. Oh, <laughs> this, humans are so weird when it comes to this. It's... It, Look, I, I'm, I, I'm not I saying, don't want to do it, and yet I just like, can't help it. Because when I saw the picture of the cardigan on this cat on Amazon, I was like, holy shit. Can you imagine <laughs> this on Duck? And I was like, okay. It's the weirdest thing where, I will say, I've seen pictures, and sometimes it's like the cutest thing in the world. And at the same time, I think, why are we doing this to these poor animals? I, I'm in complete agreement. I'm like... This is it's, so first world, it's so unnecessary, it's so dumb, it's so bougie, it's so whatever. I'm going to buy it. I'm going <laughs> to buy it. I, I, I hate it, and then and then I don't. You know, I, I, and I just, I can't help it. So this is the sweater I'm looking at for Doc. I mean, it's literally just like a little car. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> See, his first reaction was like, oh, and then he, and then he was like... like Oh, wait, oh, no. That's stupid. That it, and it is. I hate it, but I love it so much. God. It's so cute. It's the little arms. It's so cute. It makes no sense. It is horrible. And I and I and I'm still I mean I'm still like, one of those people that refuses to spend excessive amounts of like they get they get good quality food and their little water the the water I'm fine with buying dogs and stuff like good quality food. Good for you. Yeah. It's Beyond that, I don't really do that much yeah. for them. I mean, they have a little, their little castle. That's I actually need to have a new one because that one's falling apart. I will say, some some of my favorite photos are one of the subreddits I I looked at quite a bit was dogs with jobs. Oh. Yeah, and they're they're so adorable. 
Because you'll like have wearing uh, hard hats or like glasses. Yeah. And <laughs> the the my favorite one that I saw was a uh, it was a dog. He worked on the ski slopes uh, for yes. rescue, yes. and he had little booties. He had little booties. Yes. And he had like this vest, like red vest, and he had snowboarding goggles to help him oh. see with the sun. And he looked so awesome and I cute at the it. same time. And I then there was a there was one picture. It was a. Uh, uh, it was a German Shepherd uh, canine unit for the police, mm. and they were throwing him a birthday party. And he was sitting in the chair. He had like the the hat on, <laughs> and he just looked like the happiest boy. Like his expression was like, "Oh, you guys!" Oh. He was so cute. We rate dogs. Just tweeted out a couple weeks ago about the Australia uh, wildfires, and there was this one dog that. His job was a koala rescue I dog. I saw that. And he had little booties yeah. and glasses for the smoke. <laughs> it was awesome. I loved it. Uh, see, so I cute. love getting behind that because like, that 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 you know that serves a purpose for the dog. It's helping sure. the dog, yeah, and he yeah, looks yeah, so yeah. adorable. Yeah, it's like best Good of boy. both worlds. It's like yeah. you don't need to in those cases. Like you can look adorable and have it serve As some a function. function yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but you know. In any case, I've I've become a fan of it. I hate it. I won't defend it. But you'll do but it. But I'll probably do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's one of those things. Hanging out here, I'm suffocating. I wanna feel love. Run through my blood. Tell me is this where I give it all up? For you, I have to risk it all. Cause the writings are in the world. Okay, so yesterday morning, I don't know if you saw um, the official trailer for the newest James Bond film. I out. did see that. Yes. Uh, anyone who knows me knows I'm a huge James Bond fan. And I watched the trailer... Why would I betray you? We all have our secrets. We just didn't get to yours yet. The world is arming faster than we can respond. Where's 007? I need a favor, brother. You're the only one I trust for this. The world's moved on, Commander Bond. You were double O. Two years. So stay in your lane. You get in my way. I will put a bullet in your knee. The one that works. I thought you two would get along. Name? Bond. James Bond. So you're not dead. Hello, Q. I've missed you. It's the most valuable asset this country has. If you feel yourself losing control, I'm not going to lose... control. James, you gave up everything for her. When her secret finds its way out, it'll be the death of you. What is it? You don't know what this is. James Bond. Licensed to kill. History of violence. A 
could be speaking to my own reflection. Only your skills die with your body. Mine will survive long after I'm gone. History isn't kind to men who play God. So yeah, um, it looks pretty damn awesome. I'm really happy that Jeffrey Wright's back as uh, Felix Leiter, uh, this that CIA agent from Casino Royale. Really, because he was fantastic. And Felix Leiter is a character that goes all the way back to like some of the first James Bond really? films. So when he made an appearance in Casino, Ro- Casino Royale, I was like, you know, okay, yeah, they're bringing back this one of these characters. And then he was like, not in the last several, which, whatever, but... It would have been nice. Well, no, I think he was in Quantum of Solace, wasn't he? This is, this is still the most confusing but, movie. I still don't understand yeah. Quantum of Solace. Honestly, I have such mixed feelings about it because I think it was so solid. But it, it didn't feel like James Bond. I mean, it was just like a, it was like a good action movie. I just remember walking out and going, what happened? What was, yeah. Why? Like, what's the, yeah. Yeah, like, wh- what was that? I, I yeah. just couldn't follow it. I don't know why. Yeah, I think certainly I, with Skyfall. Skyfall was amazing. Yeah. And I honestly, I like Spectre more, I think, because... I still haven't seen Spectre. Skyfall was, like, so great, so then, like, Spectre, which admittedly is not as good, people were comparing it, I think, unfairly to Skyfall, because it was the one that immediately preceded it. I think Spectre was still really good, um, you know, maybe, certainly not the best Bond film and not as good as Skyfall. I thought it was really good. And so this is, uh, this is definitely looking fantastic. Rami Malek as the... As the villain of the, of yeah, the movie. And I like him. Christoph Waltz coming back as Blofeld. I'm, I'm all about it. It'll be good. I'm, I am looking forward. I need to watch Spectre first, though, so I can catch up. Really? Come over and watch it. Oh, well, I got it. We should marathon it. Oh, yeah. I have every time I movie. When is it? Uh, <laughs> when's this one supposed to come out? It's slated for April 2020. Okay, yeah. We should, yeah, have, so we should do a marathon. We got time. Like, yeah, of the, the new James Bonds. If we marathon all of them. Yeah. Insane. Yeah, I say the the I do. So the old James Bonds are always kind of fun to to watch just because they're oh yeah they're not that amazing like they're good but they're very yeah. cheesy. I mean yeah, a, a, a lot of them really what what carried this franchise through some of those poor films is just the character itself the yeah. the idea of who James Bond is and how much it's affected culture in the oh, spy yeah. movie genre. So yeah, some of those movies were just horrible. And even I mean, even for the nineteen sixties, James Bond going around on a going around on a jetpack, you can see the wires and everything. Like, even for the sixties, like they could have done better than yeah. that and they just didn't. I think I watched I watched one of those last year before it was called I didn't even know it existed, but it's a James Bond Octopussy. Yes, I love that one. That one is so stupid. <laughs> I love it's, that one. At one point oh, yeah. you see a crocodile like going across the water. Like, oh that's James Bond. He lifts the mouth of the crocodile and like pokes his head out. Like it's some sort of a submersible. Like, it is. It's a little it's, it's a, a little submarine. Like, you don't need to just just <laughs> Put it in a submarine. You don't need a fucking crocodile head on top nah, of it. Yeah, you have to blend in. All right. Like, what? 
And then the uh, I think the line that killed me, the, the lady had a tattoo of uh, That's my an octopus. octopus. That's my little octopus. I was like, what yeah, the fuck? Yes. What is this movie? That is an iconic line. <laughs> That's my little octopus. Like you gotta be kidding me. Like, <laughs> can't like you gotta be kidding me. So yeah, and I watched... look on the look on Roger Moore's face. Like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, yeah. hold on. <laughs> yeah, I wish that was, uh, I was watching with my friends. We were all just we were dying laughing. Like, what? What? One of my all time favorite James Bond movies is a Spy Who Loved Me, and there is this one scene uh, where this where this small boat shoots out of like a big freighter and. <laughs> Rather, they literally, what they did, I'm not kidding, to show when the boat, like, left and then, like, splashed into the water and sped off, it was literally a toy boat with two obvious dolls <laughs> that they showed splashing into the water and then just picked it right up with, like, a boat just shooting across the water. That's amazing. Like, I mean, come on. You guys can do better than that, even for the 70s. Oh, maybe we should watch Come some of these on. older ones, too. Cause oh, that, absolutely. Because that sounds so stupid. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think uh, what'll be interesting most about this one, um, did you ever see On Her Majesty's Secret Service? No. So that was the only movie James Bond got married, and, uh, spoiler alert, at the end of the oh, movie... Oh, yeah, no, I have seen that one. Yeah, she dies. She dies. I she did gets see that shot. one. And, and Blofeld, or Blofeld, one of Blofeld, Blofeld was driving, but then Blofeld's like henchman was the one shooting and obviously christoph waltz is playing blofeld and uh she is um you know there's once again a love interest that at the end of specter he ran away with they didn't get married but like clearly like i think it's inferring that like they left and he wa- he's trying to leave that life behind obviously that didn't work out but um, never, does. never does yeah uh but given that this is around like some of those same themes blofeld is back Without a doubt, uh, the the woman I don't remember her character's name. The the actor's Leia Sadu. She's a fantastic French actor. She um she I my bet is that she's gonna die, and that's gonna be the thing to get Bond back in. You know, Probably, something like yeah. that. Um, so that'll that'll be interesting. I think it'll be sad because like George Lazenby definitely he was he was he was in Australia if I remember correctly. And he picked up the mantle for James Bond. Um, and he, I mean, it was fine. He was, in my opinion, he was one of the worst James Bonds. Um, and it, but there were, I think at the time, a lot of people were set, upset that he only did one movie. So I'm interested, like, that acting, that standard of acting from someone like that versus someone who's, in my opinion, a little bit more versatile, like Daniel Craig, and how, Daniel how Craig. he's going to mesh that in with James Bond, I think. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm very much looking forward to it, even though I'm pretty sure it's gonna happen. I can, if it does happen, I can say, oh, I predicted that. It's like, what I don't know, what I am anticipating very much is how Daniel Craig is gonna actually be as James Bond dealing with that. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. I will say the one spy movie I wish that they did, they did a sequel on was Man from Uncle. Did they not? I mean, aren't they doing that? I don't know. It's been so long it has since been it came a while. And it was amazing. It was such a good spy movie. Yeah. It was just like a classic retro yeah. type spy movie. I will say, so how many movies, how many more movies does Daniel Craig have in him? For Bond. Some, so that's something I wanted to bring up. So if anyone was, was watching the last couple of days, I think it was like the day before the trailer, they officially announced this will be his last one. Um, now, of course, he said that. Before, time. yeah. Yeah, he said that about Spectre. I think he even said it about Skyfall. So, 
He says he won't do it. Sony ponies up $100 million, and he's like, all right, I'll do it. So it's yeah, I mean, he's... an absurd amount of money that they pay him, but he has been very fantastic. Oh, these have been great um, bomb films. They've yeah. all been very solid, because Casino yeah. Royale is one of my favorite movies. So given that, uh, what, one of the things I wanted to talk about, given that uh, if all things go as Daniel Craig says, he'll be stepping down, who should be the next James Bond? Hot take. Idris Elba. No! No! I tell you what, I've heard that so many times. Don't get me wrong. I would love it if he stepped into a role like James Bond. You know, there are the other double O's. Double O, one, two, three. I mean, double O, three, double O, six, double O, nine. They've all been in, in older movies. Mm-hmm. I think James Bond, the double O's are like interchangeable, essentially. Even double O seven is technically interchangeable. Right now, James Bond is not, I don't believe, interchangeable. And, you know, people are going to be like, you just don't want a black guy. No, I love Idris Elba. Literally everything he does is perfect. And to have him as this kind of suave British Asian, I can't, there are a few people I could think of doing it better. I just don't think he should be 007. I think he's so good, he should get his own 00 role, and they could potentially build a completely separate kind of spin-off category for it. I'd watch that. Absolutely, I'd watch the hell out of it. Yeah. yeah. And so I don't HBO think... show. With no. DJ Salva as a, as a British... Can you imagine if, if if James Bond was finally let off the leash and they were able to show whatever they want? Oh, <laughs> like my. on an HBO oh show? Oh, my God. HBO, I think um, HBO would just, like... If, if I'd the, watch if, it. If the ex- execs got rights to James Bond, they would lose their shit. <laughs> I I so I I empathize when people say Idris Elba. I I love him. I want to see him in a role like this. I don't think he should be. I don't think he should replace James Bond. So on Rotten Tomatoes, they have like a little ranking. I'm just gonna run through them with them. Some some with I agree. Um, their number one pick is actually Idris Elba. I, I I've explained. I've said my piece. Tom Hiddleston is number two. Uh, I I can see it. I, yeah. But, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about that. I don't, I, I don't hate it. Yeah, it's not a terrible choice, but I don't know. Yeah. If he could do it, I don't know if I could like, really sell me on it. Though. Yeah, yeah, okay. that, that's the thing. I would, Richard, Madden. Richard Madden, he was in uh, he was in Game of Thrones, and then he was also most recently in The Bodyguard on Netflix, which was phenomenal. I actually would like that. He looks like a like he he's got that chiseled yeah, I, jaw. Yeah, yeah, the chiseled jaw. I think he's got more of a look. Honestly, Richard Madden would be one of my top. Yeah, picks. I can see him being involved. Uh, he, yeah. He's rocking the bow tie too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, this picture itself it. is perfect. He so, looked, yeah, he kind of looks like a, I can definitely see it. Yeah, um, I, I gotta say no, Henry <laughs> Henry Cavill. That's, just, that's not a very good picture of him, to be fair. Well, sure, but like, and I, and I'll also be the first to say. Well, he did a great he job did in great, from Uncle. He did, and he did great in Mission Impossible. But like, I still can't I think he's too get big. over Superman. Like, just and I know it wasn't even him. He did fine. It was just the material he was working with that was such garbage. But I can't. I think my I can't is, take it. Oh, I, I think he'd do a great job. He's such a big guy. Yeah, he's that's like why, he's really built. That's why has things, always been kind of like a thinner, more athletic. Yeah, that's why I like guy. Richard Madden. Like Tom Hiddleston's like a little bit like too scrawny. Yeah, Richard Madden's like the best. He's he's built, but like still super yeah. slim. Um, Henry, also, have you seen Henry Cavill in the latest Witcher? 
trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> he is shredded. Yeah. Oh my god. I, yeah, I I think he's he's a fine actor. I struggle. I still am struggling to see him as like more than a failed Superman. But you know, I know. I mean, it's, Witcher, it's not really his fault. I'm, I'm excited for The Witcher. I think yeah, it's I've heard good. really fantastic things about it. I don't know if I'll care to watch it. I don't I'll know if it'll. It. I'll I'll watch an episode and see if I get hooked. But we'll see. Um, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Yeah. I love I love no. Tom Hardy, but I don't see him as a Bond. No, not a Bond. Eight, like special agent. Yes, absolutely. But yeah. So they they touched Bond, on how no. he would he would offer a more rugged take on 007. I think, yeah, that's probably true, and that's also probably one of the reasons why I. Don't wouldn't like care because yeah. like James Bond has always been like this suave, smooth guy, and 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 Daniel Craig is definitely like a brawler, like a no other Bond. So he kind of like bridges those together in a way that I don't think Tom Hardy would. I think there'd be too much of a disconnect there. Um, Luke Evans, mm, he looks more, he looks too much like a villain. Yeah, I I love Luke Evans. What was he? What, what am I thinking? He was in. Uh, uh, the Hobbit. That's the big thing. I oh, yeah. He was in The Hobbit. And he's also in, you know, plenty of other movies and stuff. Um, he's the uh, Orlando Bloom lookalike. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I think he's great. I I, I, he's, I would long. pick him over several of these other people. I'd pick him over Tom Hardy and probably Captain. even Tom Hiddleston. Uh, Tom Hiddleston. He's probably, like, on par with Henry <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Michael Fassbender. People have been saying this for years since Daniel Craig like first said he was gonna drop Bond. I, say I can no. see it. I can see it, but I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just, you know, I'm sure he's a fantastic actor. I just, I just don't see him as James Bond. Honestly, I think he he has the capacity for so much more sophisticated roles that I don't. Not that he wouldn't bring a tremendous angle to Bond. It's just I'm not sure it would be an angle that. I would like. Cillian uh, Murphy. He uh, just looks so much like a villain. Yeah, well, yeah, certainly he, he was the Scarecrow in, in, yeah. in did a great Christopher job. Nolan's Black Knight trilogy. Yeah, I would agree. Fantastic Too actor. much like a villain. He um, would make a great Bond villain. Oh, absolutely. He'd be right up there with, like, Rami Malek as, like, mm-hmm. a fantastic... Because <laughs> I'm really looking forward to Rami Malek's villain. This I don't get. Henry Golding. Henry Golding was in... Uh, uh, well, he's in Last Christmas, which is in theaters right now with Amelia yeah. Clark. I, I it believe. Very good. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't look very good. And he's also, I believe, he is uh, one of the actors in Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, I think okay. he's the, one of the the main characters. So, yeah, I don't see again. You know, I am more interested in James Bond remaining James Bond. Uh, this is this could also go off into a larger character. I don't think. Actors of color need to or should appropriate appropriate. And I'll use that word very intentionally. Appropriate like white roles because it's almost like I think it's very condescending because it's like these people of color don't have the talent or the or the capacity to create their own, and that's completely not true. Uh, I think not only would it be uh, I think you know more progressive to give them their own roles in their franchises. A lot of them already exist in some capacity and they're just not being taken advantage of by uh by hollywood like the black panther is the most prevalent example of that people were like oh my god black superheroes i'm like the the character of black panther has existed for decades 
It just yeah. took this long for Hollywood to pick, it up. to pick it up. These characters exist, and we can create more. And I don't think we need to just. I don't think we need to turn existing roles, existing franchise franchises into some kind of experiment. You know, I think that there's plenty of of capacity to create different roles. So whether it's Idris Elba or Henry Golding, I think it's more insulting to give them something like that. Uh, Owen McGregor, I I love him. I love him, but hello there. <laughs> I don't think I don't I don't see him as a James Bond. No. I think he's a fantastic actor, but uh, this is the one. This is one of the guys on this list I do not know. His name is Sam. I believe it's pronounced Hugan. He was in um, yeah. television series Outlander. I know. I know of Outlander the show. I don't really know. I don't even. What is that? I, I don't even know it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't I've never like, I've heard about. It. I don't remember like what it is. And then this one. Karen Gillan. No. Yeah. James Bond has always been a male. A female. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's just. There have been, I mean, and, and, and also powerful female characters is nothing new to the Bond franchise. Granted, some of them were, like, hilariously condescending. I remember this one. I can't, I don't remember what film it was, but there was this one girl. <laughs> they were on this uh, this oil rig, and she picks up a gun to try and shoot someone who's, like, beating the crap out of James Bond. And she pulls the trigger, and the, she she just, like, starts to, like, she basically gets kicked back and falls yeah. off the oil rig because she can't handle it. I'm like, that's a little condescending. <laughs> but like, but then if you look at like Jinx, played by Halle Berry in Die Another Day, she was so kick-ass. She would, she well, Halle Berry. Any character Halle Berry plays, yeah, is just kick-ass. And, and, and the other, like in the new in the new John Wick movie. <clears throat> yes, she. Oh was, my gosh, she made that movie. Like, oh, it yes. was a good movie. Halle Berry, like. Took it to the next level. Yeah, she her, was her so, and the dog. She was so good. I oh, loved absolutely. her in John Wick 3. She and, was a, I would love to see another her in more of that. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, also, like, you can have great spy movies. I don't know if you saw Atomic Blonde. Yeah. That was a great movie. Yeah, yeah. I really yeah. enjoyed it. And it, was, it was very, I mean, I thought it was amazing. Female yeah. lead had... You know, Cold yeah, War, like Cold War those, Spy. those types great. of roles exist, and we can make more. We can and should make more of them. So I don't think we need a, a female James Bond because they can create their yeah, own. Just do roles. more. Make another Atomic Blonde, or make more like. That. Give her a double O in another. I would. I would love it if they turn like James Bond into like the James Bond cinematic universe. <laughs> I would love it. I would love That'd that. Be pretty good. James McAvoy, I, mm-hmm. I I think I could do it. I think I could be okay with this. Maybe, I don't know. I think, I, I don't know why I'm so much more okay with him than some of these other He's ones. He's a great actor. He's so good. And, I mean, it, I think one of the things that's helping was, do you remember way back when, I think it was 2007, the movie Wanted him and Angelina Jolie and Morgan Freeman. I never saw it. And Common. It was kind of a... Yeah, it's a popcorn The movie crazy was like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but he, I think, established himself as a serious action movie actor in that movie. So I could, I could see it. I, I could see if you kind of combine the best parts of like Professor Xavier and his role in Wanted, and then maybe a little bit of Mister Tumnus from Narnia. He could be the perfect James Bond. <laughs> it's a weird comedy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lashana Lynch. Oddly enough, she'll actually be in this. Upcoming James Bond movie. Oh really? Well, she's out then. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I don't know why she's on this, but yeah, she, <laughs> yeah, she, she, she won't be 007 because she can't. She can't be. But she, you know, also for the reasons we're listed. But now, yeah, she exists in another role in this universe. Um, Daniel, I don't, 
he was in yeah, he was in he was Black in, Panther, wasn't he? He was, and then uh he was also in um Get Out. I need to watch that first movie. Yeah. There's a lot of movies um, I need to watch. Same thing. I don't is he even British? I don't yeah, I don't really know much about Peter him. Cowell's Solid British actor, English, but same you know, same thing. Aiden Turner. Um no, no. Who is he he was in the Hobbit franchise. Uh, Moral instruments anybody. This, I feel like the, this would be a pick. I could see him being like a, a kind of like a, what's the term? Like an unexpected, sur- like surprise? No. <laughs> a surprise bomb? Like like an underdog, but not like someone you don't expect to do well, but ends up doing. Uh, black horse or dark horse? Is that it or is it dark. black sheep? Uh, no, black sheep's like a weird person. Like a dark horse is. Dark um, horse. Yeah, dark horse. All right. Well, I could see him being a. Dark Horse. I could see. I for so I can see him like coming out of nowhere and being fantastic. But he's certainly not someone I'd pick. Lily James. No. She was in. Uh, uh, wasn't. Oh, Pride, Pedras and Zombies. That's an amazing movie. <laughs> what? I own that movie. Well, the fact that she was in that. <laughs> no. It's <laughs> a great movie. Jason Statham. No, absolutely I, not. I, you know, honestly, not no, 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 it shouldn't. But like, I love Jason Statham. I just want to put. Oh, say he's that. amazing. But... He's so fantastic. <laughs> That's the problem is all the movies I've uh, seen with him, I, especially like Fast and Furious, I can't take this yeah, seriously. Yeah, I mean all these other horrible action movies he was in. He's so great and it's so sad that he did all that bullshit because he really is so good otherwise. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to butcher that. All I know, he was uh, he was in some MCU movies. Wasn't he in like Doctor Strange or something? Yeah, he was the one of the monks. Yeah. Or the... Uh, well, yeah, whatever they are. Yeah, wizards. <laughs> yeah, they're wizard yeah. people that had, like helped. I think I've tell I. You want to take a crack at that? No, I just four. I don't even like no. Okay, well, Sam Claffin. I don't know who that is. No, um, okay. I guess he was in he was in the Nightingale, which was I guess one of the greatest shows off of that was AMC, I believe, right? Or am I thinking? I mean, no, I'm thinking of something else. Yeah, I have no idea what the Nightingale yeah, is. Ignore me. Already no. know James Norton. <laughs> yeah, no, he can't. No, he's disqualified. No, no, I don't even know who that is. Jamie Bell. He was in. Uh, I recognize King him from Kong. from Snowpiercer. Uh-huh. Um, but then he, I think he, he was also in a couple TV shows. Wait, how long is this list? Not too much longer. I think it's like thirty. Mm. Oh, I. I uh, Damian Lewis is another one that's been maybe. floating around so much. I can't do it. I won't. I th- I can see James Bond's not ginger like it's not. I mean, they can dye his hair. Yeah, but still, no. <laughs> I can see. It. I love Damien Lewis. I love. I thought he was fantastic. I in, really liked. Do you ever watch the show uh, Life? No. It was like so. He was the main main character, and he did a great job. I'm I sure wish he did. I wish they'd done more of it. Cause he it was, was really great in Homeland, and I've oh, heard yeah, his great... role in Billions on, right now is super good. I I really he does great in. Uh, he was also uh, Captain Winners. In, oh, yeah, in Band, Band of Brothers, Brothers yeah. and he was phenomenal. I'm almost positive that Brothers. this is oh. wrong, though. Homeland was Showtime, but isn't Billions also HBO? Or also Showtime? No, I think it's. I'm almost positive that it's both Showtime. I don't know. Oh, well. But no, I, I love him. I would, I'd be fine with him as a James Bond character. Jack O'Connell. No. no idea. <laughs> who? Jessica Brown. I don't know who that is. Oh, yeah, Jessica Brown Finley. She's 25, so. Oh, down now. Okay, yeah, so there's your 25. Um, yeah, so as far as like other suggestions for this list, there's not really anyone I can think to add on. Um, 
I will say, because I have a feeling Idris Elba might be asked, and I'd imagine if he gets asked, he'll say yes. He'd be um, a fool to say no. Yeah. Uh, without a doubt, like, I, I wouldn't, like, abandon the James Bond. Like, I, I'd still go, and I'd probably still love it, and I'd still be the fan of, of the entire franchise that I am. I just, I think he deserves his own thing, not 007. That's fair. If he, I would love to see him that, no, that's in fair. a role like this. That is fair. Uh, is there anyone you can think to... Add on to this. I'm trying to, th- like, I'm trying to imagine. I don't know actors' names very well, so that's a problem. Um, but I know there's another movie we want to talk about because I just am reminded. Speaking of James Bond, we'll, we'll talk about this and then we'll talk about the other movie. Okay. Um, speaking of Daniel Craig, Knives Out. I haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen it yet. I haven't had a chance. I was like, oh my I've been gosh. sick. I was going on last week. I was like, I was really sick this last weekend, so I couldn't. I just, I Daniel just didn't do Craig. anything. Oh, I've heard man. it's amazing. He is heard it's so amazing. good in that role. I'm gonna go see it either. Oh, you know what's also? Uh, what's her name? Um, the I don't remember her name, but she is the um, she plays the Hispanic protagonist in. Knives Out, um, the, the the patriarch's nurse. Um, she is one of the Bond girls in No Time to Die. Oh, really? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> and Daniel Craig will be in there. That's and yeah, yeah, yeah. And I plan I plan on seeing it this weekend. It's I'm gonna so see it. I'm good. seeing it this weekend. I just I just have I was sick. It's been a weird week. This is it, it was a really phenomenal Agatha Christie inspired type. It's what it looked like. My parents saw this; said it was really good. It's very good. So I'm excited for it. And and I just I can't say enough about James Bond or Daniel. Yeah, <laughs> that too. But Daniel Craig's role as uh, and I, I guess Mr. Blanc. He was a private detective. Um, my God, his uh, I, I was listening on uh, an NPR interview last week about how he kind of like put together his southern accent. And he was, like, trying to, like, as he was reading the script, trying to envision, you know, who this guy was going to be. And he said as soon as he vocalized the accent, the entire character just fell into place. That's it. <laughs> so the first time, that's not the first time Daniel Craig's done a southern accent. There is, uh, have you ever seen Logan Lucky? Oh, you know what? I forgot about that. No, I haven't seen it. But it's really it good. good. It is. It's, it has. Daniel Craig, at first I was like, this looks so dumb, but then I... Saw Daniel Craig and I was like, it has Daniel it? Craig, Channing Tatum, and then Adam Driver. and Adam Driver. Yeah. All three of them are incredible. Yeah. But yeah, the first time I heard Daniel Craig with a racist Southern <laughs> accent, I was like, I was, hold on, it's yeah. a movie. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a really great movie. Yeah. I would highly recommend watching it. it this really is fun. this is interesting because it's like it's almost like a more. British style, like Southern accent, like clearly it's a person of intelligence and sophistication, but it's very Southern. It's and, and U.S. Marshall style. Yeah, it's the very, U.S. Marshall. It's kind uh, of accent. He did in- incredibly well in that role. That's awesome. Um, but yes, other movies of late. Jojo, Jojo Rabbit, which I saw a second time with my family. Oh, did you? Yes, because they they wanted to see me. I said Jojo Rabbit's amazing. We'll go see it. They they really enjoyed it. I can't I can't recommend it enough to literally everybody. It's so good. It is phenomenal. Heart wrenching. Yeah. Scarlet, I I will say I 
after seeing that movie and seeing Scarlett Johansson play the mother, she is wasted in Marvel movies. She is such an amazing actress. I would love yeah. to see her in more serious style roles because yeah, she did I mean, such a good job as the mother. Yeah, I mean, even just her voice and, and her with Joaquin just, yeah. Phoenix. She she really Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, in the movie Her. Oh yeah, I was I thought you were saying like her as in Scarlett Johansson yeah, the, with Joaquin the, and the JoJo Rabbit. Her okay. Um, it's uh yeah no I I would agree I think I think she does extremely well as Black Widow. Um, but yeah, certainly she stands above the franchise. Yeah. <laughs> and that's she, the thing. I mean, the, we've talked about it. The Marvel Cinematic Universe is great. It's fun. Um, you know, it, I think it lacks a lot of like the conflicting character development that say the X-Men franchise has. Kind of? It's, it has conflicts with itself for sure. What? The, uh, MCU or? No, X-Men. Well, I mean, we talk about especially like the first three. I mean, you talk about the 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 dynamic relationship between Charles Xavier and Magneto. I mean, there's just especially played brilliantly by their respective actors. Yes. I mean, there's there's just there's conflict. There's there's no clear good versus evil in those because like Magneto really believes that he is being attacked as a victim of the Holocaust himself. He believes he's defending his quote unquote people. And you almost empathize with it, despite the fact that, like, Charles is pitched as the good guy, the X-Men are pitched as the good guys. There's also, like, even Charles and Magneto are such close friends because they know that they're coming from this place of wanting to do good. In the MCU, it's like, Thanos wants to kill everybody. Like, there's no real conflict. Is this guy a good guy? No. And there's no question about it, because it's not meant to be. It's not made to be conflicting. It's literally made for... Hundreds of millions, billions of people around the world to yeah. enjoy en masse and consume in large quantities. It's still great. I still Disney. love it. I, still I, love I, it. I do. I love it. It's just different from from X Men. Yeah. But that's what I mean. They'll take some really fantastic actors who do their roles extremely well, but like they also, we know that they these are actors that can also do more. They're capable of even more. They do their roles extremely well, but they are also just fantastic actors that don't need to depend on something like the MCU to make their money because they're such good actors. Does that make, does that make, does that yeah, make that sense? Makes sense? Like, yeah. like Scarlett Johansson She's, and Robert yeah. Downey Jr. I mean, oh, he's, yeah. I think he's Tom Hilston. Yeah, exactly. Like, fantastic Tom actors. Tom Hilston's incredible. Yeah, everything he's been in. The Night Manager. That's the, that's the show I was thinking okay. of on AMC. That, I mean, I got so many... Uh, Emmy nominations and Emmy wins. I mean, just fantastic actors. They fantastic or good roles that they do extremely well in, but they can also do so much more. It's true. We was going back to Jojo. Yeah, Rabbit, Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> so it's it's really good. I think the best way to describe it is World War World War Two in Nazi Germany through the eyes of a nine or ten year old, mm-hmm. and it's done so brilliantly well because it's it's. For most of the movie, it's very lighthearted, it's like very funny. The kid's just going off and having an adventure, and then it'll just kind of sucker punch with, "Hey, remember this is World War Two. Bad oh, yeah. stuff happened." That's what I loved so much about it. I mean, there's so many laughs between the jokes that the the, the cartoonish moments between uh, JoJo and his imaginary friend Hitler. Hitler which, by oh, the way, so, so plot of the movie. Yeah. The plot of the movie follows a ten year old boy during World War Two 
Nazi Germany. I think it's in Berlin, isn't it? I believe that. It's in Germany. It's in, like, very, like, mid, the middle of Germany. Yeah. And the 10-year-old boy, Jojo, has an imaginary friend, Hitler. And he's in the, Hit- yes. the Nazi in youth, the youth and he loves Hitler. Yeah, he wants to. He wants to be just like Hitler and and work work with Hitler. Right? Yeah, and he wants to be Hitler's personal <laughs> yeah, bodyguard. Yeah, what I what I love so much. about The beginning him. of the movie has him running down the street, just yelling "Heil Hitler" yeah. again, and again, and again for a solid minute, just hiling yeah. everyone he can. He possibly sees. It's just sees. This, like little adorable kids screaming "Heil Hitler." It's so it's, it's so funny. It's um, it's adorable, my, but my favorite part of the whole movie, my favorite conflict, essentially. So Hitler, this white guy who hated pretty much every type of minority you can think of, was played by Waika Taititi, who's also the director, who is a gay Polynesian man. Isn't he Jewish as well? Yeah, he is. And it's so (laughs) funny that this guy, the epitome of everything Hitler hated, gets to now play and satirize Hitler. I love it. That's pretty amazing. It's so fantastic. It's like the ultimate victory that we get to have in our culture that we can t- <laughs> that we can take that and say you are literally so powerless now Hitler that we're going to have you played by the epitome of what you hated and it's so fantastic. Oh, it's such a great. It's 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 great. such an amazing movie. Some of the some of the scenes are in the very beginning is so funny cuz that the Hitler youth camp and Jojo after being humiliated by his peers Hitler comes up and gives him this like rousing pep talk of you should be great. And Joe goes, yeah, I should be. And he takes off running. And it cuts, and one of the uh, the leaders is showing the kids how to throw a hand grenade. Played by Sam Rockwell. Yeah. And Jojo just runs by it, snatches the grenade, throws it, hits a tree, lands right by his feet. And, just blow, and blows him away. He goes to the hospital. And it's just, he just, like, flies, like, ten feet. It's, like, such, ah. it's such a funny scene. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, and then whenever Hitler shows up, it's just absolutely hilarious. Yeah. And yeah, and the Scarlett Johansson plays his mother, and she does such a great job. She's yeah. just she plays such a good mom. And then I don't know if we should tell like the no. what happens. There's an incredibly sad moment that's pretty much a sucker and, punch. Yeah, and the way that it came about, like the way that they showed it revealed, it was so yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Because I, I mean, watching it the second time, the watch the second time, I was like, oh, "This is like this is brilliant the way that they're yeah. they're doing this." You really just don't see it yeah. coming, and then in the almost the most subtle of ways. I mean, yeah. Oh, it was so sad. Um, and then the other conflict is he finds a Jew living in the walls of his house, yeah. played by uh, I don't remember. I don't know, was the girl from uh, the sister from Stranger Things. I'm pretty sure. Huh. The, the older sister of Stranger Things? I, I, I don't even know. Oh, I'm pretty sure that's who it is. I watched the first season of okay. Stranger Things. I can't. Uh, she does a great job playing the Jew. And so Jojo has that. this, like... Are you talking about, like, um... I don't remember what his first... The wolf, uh... Yeah, his older his sister. real name, whatever. Wolf, like, Wolf, yeah. so, wolf Heart something. Something like that. <laughs> I don't, it's yeah. something like that. I, no, yeah. I, I, it's not the same actress. His older sister, yeah. Yeah, I don't I think it that. is. I'm, I'm look, gonna, look it up because yeah. I'm curious. Anyways, so it's a really interesting conflict where he, at one point, he, 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 he discovers that there's a Jew in the wall, but he can't turn her in because if he turns her in, his whole family gets in trouble, but he doesn't want her there. So he's trying to figure it out. So he's having this, like, monologue with Hitler. He's like, you know what we should do? And Hitler goes, yes, burn down the house and blame it on Winston Churchill. <laughs> 
And it's such a great line, and it's this whole conflict that the kid Finn has. Finn Wolfhard. Finn His Wolfhard. His whole last name is yeah. Wolfhard. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's this whole conflict of, he loves Hitler, and he wants to hate Jews, but he gets to know, uh, I don't remember her name, but he gets to know the Jew, ends up like having a, a, a crush on her, and then it, it just, it's such a just brilliant, brilliantly done movie. The sister in Stranger Things is Natalia Dyer, and then the Jewish teenager in Jojo Rabbit is Thomason McKenzie. Okay, they look very they looked very similar. I love the name Thomason for a female. She uh, in the witch, the oldest daughter's name is Thomason. That's a good name. Unrelated, but I just love that. That name. is I actually I don't <laughs> see a very good good name for a girl. Yeah. Um but so one of the one of the things with with Jojo Rabbit, so obviously, um, it can be described as, and it's accurate, but it's unfair if you leave it just half the picture painted. You could say, um, again, I don't think it's entirely accurate. You could say that a movie like Jojo Rabbit makes light of the Holocaust, and that was one of the criticisms that was levied at it. Um, not by anyone that matters, just some loud mouths on social media that, you know, got picked up by the press because that's what they do. But generally speaking, there were people who said that there, there is another movie, another movie in the past that, quote unquote, made light of the Holocaust. It was an Italian film from 1997 called Life is Beautiful. Did you ever see it? I've heard about it. It's from, uh, it's director Roberto Benigni also stars in it. Um, it is... A phenomenal movie, and it actually won the Academy Award for Best Foreign Film and the Best Actor for 1990, the 1999 Oscars. And it's it's quite funny. It reminded me there were a lot of similarities. So one of the one of the things I noticed first, and this isn't really a spoiler. So <laughs> so you know, like we said, JoJo at the beginning of the movie is running through the street saying "Hell Hitler, Hell Hitler" yeah. to everyone, Nazi salute. And at the beginning of Life is Beautiful, uh, Roberto Benigni and his friend are, like, driving a car very quickly down a hill, and their brakes give out, if I remember correctly. Something happens to the car. And there's also, like, this German garrison that's going to be coming through their Italian village with a bunch of Nazi sympathizers or fascist sympathizers who are saying hi. But as they, you know, this their car that is without a way to brake is speeding down ahead of the garrison and so people think it's part of the garrison and he's like telling people to move but he's, oh, he's yeah. swinging his arm like this like he's making a nazi salute so everyone's cheering for him and he's like what i'm just telling you it's so funny and like from there it just like sets the tone for the rest of this movie about this this guy who him, his, fa- his family's Jewish, he gets captured and sent to a concentration camp. And the entire movie is built around the concept of essentially making light of the Holocaust. Because the whole point is to give the son, Roberto Benigni's son in the movie, hope. And it's to give him hope that, that he'll get through this thing. So he actually, he literally turns the Holocaust into a game. And he makes it so that if he does these things, if he stays quiet when he's supposed to stay quiet, if he eats his food, if he does these things without complaining, he gets points. And as he gets points, the big prize at the end of the game is a tank. This big, beautiful tank that is going to be his. So, spoiler alert, um, 
you should absolutely see it because obviously describing it doesn't quite do it justice, but it's incredibly heartbreaking. So you see Roberto Benigni get led off. The, the war is ending. They're essentially clearing out the concentration camps and they're killing a bunch of people. And they drag Roberto Benigni off and you just hear a gunshot. Um, his son, who is hiding, um, eventually comes out as this American tank is coming into the concentration oh camp and everyone's being liberated. And this American soldier is like, hey, kid, you want to ride with me? So he thinks he won. And it's like this, it's just like this heart-wrenching end. He won the game. He won this tank. His parents were both killed. Something oh horrible's happened. And yet he's almost been like spared that reality because he thinks he was playing a game and now he's won a game. And it, yeah. it's so amazing. It's like it's so interesting because it's not about making light of the Holocaust. Yeah. The point is, is that life is beautiful, and that in the midst of our darkest moments, we can find ways and we can find reasons to maintain some sense of hope. And so, in that regard, it is a beautiful movie. And I would say the same extends to Jojo oh, Rabbit, and that these relationships, the one formed between Jojo and the the. Uh, the, the horrible creature living oh, in the walls. and the commander as well, the German yeah. commander. I thought, because the way like that this, that ended with him was just... There. Yeah. So, I don't know if we want to spoil that, because no. it was... Jojo uh, Rabbit is a new movie. I don't new, care. And Life is beautiful. I think 20 years that old. scene really got me oh, yeah. with the commander, because you yeah. kind of see him this, this, on this redemption path as yeah. like you're going as he's done, and at the very end, that last scene, just, yeah. oh, it made me so sad. So, it was without so, a doubt, People need to see. Oh, it's people should go see Life is Beautiful too. It used to be on Netflix. I don't think it is anymore. Um, That was years ago when it was on there. JoJo is it's so good. It's so good. Oh my goodness. So beautiful and hilarious. Okay. We'll finish up here with best and worst of the week. I guess we could probably expand this into best and worst of November. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> whatever we got okay go ahead Dylan yep, so my best week so Spotify is doing a thing where it's the end of the year student, like an end of the year wrap up these are your favorite artists this is what's going on yes. and so uh, I thought I'd share my because I love music I love it so much uh, so my top five artists of this year number one A Day to Remember fantastic band Solomon Contra this year as that well that was number one for you Number one. Really? A Day to Remember. I mm. love A Day to Remember. I yeah. Was, yeah, Solomon Concert. They were best. Amazing concert. I so remember, good. I remember that happened. Uh, artist number two, AJR. Also saw them in concert this year. No, that has nothing to do with it, but that show was incredible. I love AJR. They're so good. Number three, Dan Romer, who... I don't uh, know. I don't know. So that is. That, he, he makes uh, scores for shows and, and movies. Mm-hmm. The, the score that I know him most for is the show Maniac on Netflix. I don't know that. Really? Maniac? No. Why if I saw it? With um, um, Emma Stone and Jordan... Or, uh, yeah, Jordan Hill. Oh, wait, you told... Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, sorry, yeah, Jonah no, Hill. Yeah, no, okay, yeah, you told me about it. You haven't seen it? I still haven't seen it. Oh, it's it. so good. I it's, can't it's tell crazy. you the last time I even opened Netflix. So. Okay, yeah, Maniac's <laughs> fantastic, so the soundtrack, so I listen to that fairly often at work, because it's just, it's it's great background music, because right. it's all instrumental, it's very, yeah. just very nice. I love um, doing that, those types of scores, putting them, yeah. and doing work to them. No, so good. <laughs> uh, number four, John Bellion. Yes. Amazing artist. Yes. Uh, so, so good. Uh, number five, Christopher Larkin. Who did the score for Hollow Knight, which is a video game? Which is uh, score is fantastic. Uh, So again, one another one of those albums. I'll just I'll play it at work while I'm listening because it's just it's such a great 
such a great, great uh, yeah. art album. So those are my those are my top five artists. I love that Spotify does that. Since I I I stopped listening or I stopped using Spotify, so I don't. I mean, it, I'm sure it says something about what I've been listening to, but it's not the most accurate picture given that I haven't given that I haven't used it that much this year, and I had switched services like six months into the year. And then my top five genres. Or modern in this order: modern rock, pop, Christian rock, soundtrack, and metalcore. 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 That technically, I think is what Data Remember is. So it's it's a lot of screaming, and you know that kind of stuff. Okay, my guess what my top podcast I listened to on Spotify was. Carpe Noctem. It was. It was the only, <laughs> only podcast I listened to on Spotify. I have another podcast app that I use. So it was the only one that I listened to on Spotify. That's funny. Okay, we need to finish this up. Last, my I don't have a worst. My best, the only best, the only thing worth talking about, Kamala Harris has dropped out of the presidential race. Oh my god! <laughs> Kamala Harris is a cop. She was complaining that not enough black people came out to vote for her. That's probably because she's been locking too many of them up as a prosecutor. Ooh. So I am so glad that she will not be president because she's an authoritarian scumbag and i'm glad she won't be around i'm happy for you yeah all the po- that's all the politics I'm, for this episode. i'm happy for you that was your best or- that was the best that was, that was the, the best. best that was the best of the last month oh wow <laughs> <laughs> i was so happy when i saw that the good other for day. you good for you okay anyway you. we will be back yes next week well we got oh the worst of the week is that we haven't done this in a month. I don't have That's the worst. worst. That's the, we are the worst. We are the worst. The, are the worst, worst of November is that we it's didn't us. do a single pub. Yeah. We, are the, we are the worst. We're the worst of November. <laughs> All right, we will see you next week. Carpe Noctum is a production from Gaudium. For fun, for future. Hosted by Dylan Shoup and Dylan Kiefer. Mixed and edited by Dylan Shoup. Quick thanks to bensound.com for our theme music. Join us again next time.